0: Hey everyone, it's Karen. Welcome to episode number three. Today I'm talking about something I'm really passionate about and uh, it's a good thing I'm passionate about it because <laughs> I'm talking about passion burnout. Uh, what it what happens when your dreams take you down, which is something I could seriously write a novel about and I know a lot of you could as well. So I think that anyone who's had uh, a passion project or a side hustle or a newly seated dream career... Uh, you're just as capable of robbing yourself of your physical and mental wellness, doing and pursuing that as you can your stressful nine-to-five job. And the irony is, and here, listen up of this is you, uh, if you are someone who is experiencing burnout or just boredom in your regular nine-to-five, so you're working a side hustle to get yourself out of that role, or maybe you're trying to, on the side, develop a new career skill or something, something that will get you out of the source of your burnout, but you're pushing so hard that that in and of itself burns you out too. So you have this double effect. I know exactly what you're going through. And I have a few tools today that I think is going to be very helpful for you. So let's talk about a burnout of your own making. And I want to shape this around entrepreneurship in particular, because I think it's going to be mostly most relatable to most of you, but it can also easily pertain to a creative endeavor like acting or singing or writing, or even the really incredibly important work of making and raising children. All of these things are, believe it or not, very creative uh, and expend or require a lot of energy. So it is really easy to slip down that burnout path. So the reason we burn out from our passion projects, uh, which is different from burning out from a career, uh, is that the burnout is something that we are pushing ourselves too hard with rather than a stressful job situation where the burnout is being driven by some sort of external circumstance. This is entirely... Uh, a burnout of our own making. So I've seen this in the work that I do with wellness coaches and entrepreneurs and fellow authors and bloggers. We are all very passionate folks trying to make a name for ourselves and an impact in the world. But the problem is we take on so much that we end up drowning in a sea of our own unrealistic expectations. Sound familiar? Uh, We create crazy dreams that we we can't wait to grow into because we see other people's success as a model for what's possible. Now, the problem is that we don't often see how long it took to create that success or whether that success is real or how much other people have supported them and contributing to the effort that they put in to get to their success. So we look at somebody's end result and think, I'm just going to push until I get there too, having no idea of how far and wide you're going to have to go in terms of energetic expenditure to get yourself there. And sometimes that serves you because There's certainly been situations in my own life if I had known how hard something was uh, to do, I may not have done it. But because uh, it was something very new to me and I had no idea how difficult it was and I had no idea what I was doing, that I just pushed through, even though it was hard, um, because I didn't really have a concept, bigger picture of where it was going to lead me to. Or I did know where it was going to lead me to, but I had no idea how difficult it was going to be. And I didn't even realize it until I came out the other end looking back, man, that was really, really hard. So sometimes it works in your favor, but very often it doesn't. And that's what leads to burnout and what I really want to focus on today. So speaking from personal experience here, after 11 years of writing about health and wellness in this space, I still haven't seen the level of a success that some of my peers have seen. And, you know, on a couple of occasions that has driven me to the brink of passion burnout, I mean, several times. So Uh, I tend to push myself really hard because I have goals and dreams. And let's be honest here. I see the platitudes that are shared on social media about hustling and grinding, and I tell myself that's what I need to do to succeed too. But the problem is that it never works that way for me. I always just end up running into a brick wall. So instead of meeting with success, I completely burn myself out to the point of creative exhaustion around a process that I used to love and Oh, I've done this a few times. And of course, the most recent burnout situation is the one that I love talking about the most because this time I could see it from um, start to finish. I knew exactly what was happening. And well, I know I didn't know in the moment, but in retrospect, I know exactly what happened. I know exactly how I got myself there. I know exactly how I got myself out. And that's why I feel like I'm just two steps ahead of the person behind me who's still in the messy middle and I can offer solutions. So, fortunately, I've been able to bring myself back from that brink of passion burnout by pouring back into myself all the love, the joy, and the energy that I drained out of myself throughout that grind and hustle process. And I want to pause here and say, I know that that sounds very ethereal and very woo-woo and not, you know, really concrete, but I am going to break that down. I feel like I break that down in all of my podcasts, but I'm going to break that down again here because I don't think you can hear it enough and I don't use those words flippantly or just loosely. I I do have a purpose when I talk about pouring into yourself and I'll get into it more in a minute. So what I've learned the hard way is that this might, this like push and hustle and grind might be a great course of action for some folks. And listen, all the power to them if that's true. But for me, Hustle and grind has only ever led me to complete exhaustion and quite frankly, unhappiness. It's just not something I enjoy at all. So based on my own experiences and combined with the growing research that we're seeing around this increasing case of uh, burnout syndrome that so many people are suffering from, I do have ideas for those of you who are pushing too hard and getting nowhere but tired and disappointed. So I want to repeat that. For those of you who are pushing too hard towards a passion project or um, creative endeavor or business and you're going nowhere, but just like feeling exhausted and disappointed like you're wasting your time, hear me on this friends. I know y'all have dreams that you want to see come to fruition, but if you're doing what you're doing right now isn't working, you have to try something else. And I'm going to say that one more time because it can't be said enough. If what you're doing isn't working, and you've been at it for a while, it's time to try something else. Work smarter, not harder. And I, I know that's a cliche. And I know that's like a a social media meme. But there's truth to it. And I want to unpack it for you. So how do you recover from this passion burnout? My biggest lesson is to start by reevaluating what you're going after. Because here's the thing, many passion seekers move in the general direction of what they're looking for, but they're not 100% sure exactly what it is. So this it's this mindset of I'm gonna run in this direction of what you know more my heart's telling me and where I think I need to go. And I, I don't know exactly what it is, but I'll know when I get there. But here's the thing take it from somebody who has done that not once but about four times in the past. You simply will not know. You won't know if you're there and you won't even know if you're on the path. In fact you're probably so busy running in this quote unquote general direction that you have no time or space or awareness to stop and say is this it like is honestly is this what I want for myself is this the right path for me does it feel right so if you haven't done that now or haven't done that yet now is really the time to start doing that so don't just think about the final destination that you're working towards like you know I want a best-selling book, or I want you know a business that throws off a quarter million dollars a year, a lifestyle business, a small business, <clears throat> or you know I want X amount of people people following me on Instagram. Like, to what end do you want these things? What's the greater why around it? And keep asking yourself why. So if it's you know, I want a business that uh, throws off two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year that I can do myself it 's a solo business and it 's a lifestyle business, so it supports my lifestyle rather than me you know just constantly working all the time. Well, why do you want that well maybe it 's because you know you, you you crave independence and and freedom from you know scheduling and you want to own your own schedule. well, why do you want that like why is that so important to you because your time is more valuable than and I'm just running through an example here. Your time is more valuable than anything else in your life. Why? Why? What are you going to do with that time that you reclaim? So you just kind of keep saying why until you get yourself down to an answer where there is no no further answer. And I, I think that's a really useful skill. I think it's a great journal uh, exercise. And I will also include a, like a list of journal prompts in this episode. So Uh, from the show notes, you can hit back to my website and you can download the journal prompts there. But I really do think that journaling is an interesting way to do this. And if you're not a writer, record your voice. There's a voice recording app on all phones and just go through the the journal prompts, ask yourself the question and respond to yourself. Just go in your closet, put your headphones on and talk to yourself about this talk yourself through the process. Guys, that can be just as effective as paying a coach like $250 an hour to walk you through this because that's what a coach or a therapist or, you know, a professional is going to do. They're going to get you to really think about where you're going, why you're going there, and what the destination looks like. So, in terms of like looking ahead and casting a vision towards, you know, what it is you're running towards, I know that we can cast a very specific image of what we want, and you know, we can start moving in that direction, but you know, life always has other plans, and things never generally look and turn out exactly the way we're expecting it to, but you've got to have a stake in the ground. You have to know I'm going after this right now, and this is why I'm going after it, and this is what I expect to have as a result of it, and this is what will happen next. If you can't answer those very specific questions, then you're going to have a really, really hard time finding a point where you reach your destination. Because if you're just like, you know, I'm, I'm chasing Instagram followers with no idea why or how or to what end, you'll constantly be chasing Instagram followers because there will always be people out there better than you at Instagram. And I don't even know why I'm choosing Instagram as an example, because I I don't even like the platform. But uh, I know that that's a hot thing today. And I know it's a very creative platform. And a lot of folks feel like if they can get enough of a following, they can really make a business out of it. I have different thoughts about that, but I won't get into it. The idea is simply that if you're going after a creative endeavor and you don't have a specific plan about it, then uh, it can be very difficult to actually know when you've reached it. So I'm going to pause there for a commercial break and be right back to talk about the next thing that you need to do to ensure that you're not suffering from creative burnout. Okay, so we're back at it and now you're clear about what you want, where you're going and what it's going to look like when you get there. However, it's still not working out in your favor. You're very clear about where you're going and what you're doing, but it's just not working and you constantly feel like you're running through hummus, pushing a boulder uphill and nothing you seem to be doing works. Even though you see it working for other people around you, for whatever reason, You're just in a stalemate. You're stuck. Okay, so here's what you do next. It's time to start taking stock of your beliefs. Now, bear with me here. I know, again, this is going to sound a little woo-woo, but damn, it helped me a lot. I want you to take out a piece of paper or your journal and write down all of the reasons why you know this will never work out for you. Trust me on this. Write down and be very specific about all the reasons why you will never get what you want be exhaustive with your limitations, real or imagined, list them all out, list out every single reason why this will not work for you. And you're probably sitting there going, what, why would I do such a thing? And I don't feel that way. Really, sister? (laughs) Because we all feel that way. We all have limiting beliefs. We all have something that we're aiming for. And we see other people doing it. And very often, it's a very subtle thought. But if you ever let's say you're following somebody on social media who's doing something that you wanna do or that you really admire and you would love to do it too. There's almost like this immediate kickback in your, in your mind that says, oh, that would never work for me because of, you know, there's, th- they have this thing and I don't. And that's such an interesting concept. And it's something that I do a lot. It's funny, I do that an awful lot with the place that I live. So I look at, you know, creatives who are doing really cool things, who, you know, have to take a lot of financial risks to do what they want to do. Um, and I say to myself, oh, I would love to do that, but I can't because I live in Silicon Valley where, you know, Starter homes start at one million. Sorry, I just dropped my earbud there so really, it is very difficult to start a creative endeavor here you would you wouldn't think so because there's so many startups but creative small endeavors can be very financially risky. And when you live in a very expensive area where, you know, you need to make a certain amount of money just to keep a roof over your head, it can be very difficult. So I use that excuse. Oh, I would love to do that, but I live in Silicon Valley. Uh, so what is your excuse? I would love to do that, but I'm probably too old for now. I would love to do that, but I don't have time. I would love to do that, but I don't look like that, or I don't have that skill, or I don't drive that car, or I don't have a husband who pays the bills, or I don't have, you know, yacht yada 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 what are those what are your yada yadas write them all down and be exhaustive and this might be a cathartic experience for you it might be a very painful experience for you or it might be matter of fact it doesn't matter what the the experience feels like just get it down and uh, we'll walk through what we're going to do with it so once you're done now you have a documented official list of all of the personal work you need to work on and order and clear through before you can reach your goal. So I don't have you don't have to stop working towards your goal to do this, but listen up. If you do not make a point of working through your limiting blocks, you will spin your wheels. You will continue to not get what you want because those underlying beliefs are incredibly powerful. Do not underestimate how much internal resistance can prevent you from getting what you want. I have another blog post that I will link to in the in the post that goes with this one that talks about internal resistance. And I'll also do a, a podcast about it. But the bottom line is the more you try and push against your resistance, instead of resolving it, the faster you will meet your point of burnout. And I know this from experience. So, um, oh man, there's just so much I could say about internal resistance because really it is everything that, I mean, obviously external circumstances, luck, a little bit of magic, all of those things play into the success that folks have. But bottom line, and I know this to be true, if you don't honestly believe that A, you can do whatever it is you're going after and B, that you deserve it. And by deserving it, I mean you're a human being and therefore you deserve to have what you want in life because very often we, we suffer from feelings of unworthiness more so than feelings of over-deserving. And I will I will point to an example in my own life, and I've I've talked about this before on a previous podcast. So I used to own uh, a food company, and it was a great concept. It was very new to the market at the time. It was a protein in, protein infused baking mix, and it was directly for um, or specifically for like that fitness market and the fitness inventory, uh, the fitness industry, and um, people that really appreciated um, you know infusing their food with protein. Uh, particularly bodybuilders. So niche market, niche product, and it was a quality product. It was really, really good. However, uh, I worked at that business, that startup for two and a half years. And in, I will honestly tell you, and I didn't even, I think I knew during the process, but it wasn't until retrospect, because typically this is what everything is for me, that I realized that deep down, I never really thought that business was going to fly. And I almost didn't even want it to because at the time I was a very strict vegan and my product had whey protein in it. So it wasn't really aligned with my values at the time. And it's amazing to me how much of that had an impact on the success of it. I had limiting beliefs, guys, and I wasn't taking the time to examine them throughout my process. And eventually it was, it came to my demise. Had I not been, had I been able to work past them or change my formulations to align, better align with my values, which is such a possible and maybe not a simple thing to do, but it's a doable thing to do regardless of what your endeavor is. If you're not able to really identify, this is why X, Y, and Z is not in alignment with me, and this is why I feel like I can't achieve success, if you're not capable of taking the time to do that, you will spin your wheels, waste time, waste money, waste energy, and most of all, really degrade your own sense of self-confidence. So... I think that this is a really important thing, and I'll dive a little bit further into ways of getting past limiting beliefs. But I just want to say, whether it's a therapist or doing DIY work on yourself, it's such an important thing to do. And very, uh, very often people joke that uh, entrepreneurship is, um, it's an exercise in self-awareness like no other. And that is so incredibly true. So I'm going to move on from that. But once again, I just cannot list enough or, or ensure enough that if, if you have limiting beliefs, if you have personal resistance, it's going to stop you. And that's probably why you have not reached your goals. So here's my last piece of advice to you. And it's it's along a similar line, but you got to stop doing everything. And I took this as just want wah advice for a very long time until I realized it was a big part of why I wasn't moving forward this is just as much a business lesson as it is a burnout recovery practice. The reason we hit these mental brick walls is that we are trying to do all the things. Burnout happens when we compromise ourselves to the point where we have nothing left to give. That's across career and creative pursuits and our personal life. If you push yourself Too hard, you compromise yourself to the point where you have nothing left to give, and then you are fried. So, I want to ask you where are you doing this to yourself? If you are working on a side hustle, Hire help before you need it, especially if you are also suffering burnout from your day job. And that may feel very counterintuitive because you're trying to, you know, save all your pennies so that you can quit. But really what you need to do is start understanding how you can grow faster and more efficiently so that you can scale your opportunity and outsource early and often this will help you while you're still working full time, somebody else is working for you in your business. So if you're in a season where you're pushing towards a creative goal and something needs to give, this is something I want you to consider. So whether it's asking, like hiring out help to, with the kids or just taking some vacation time from work to focus on what you need to get done. If you're coming up against against, against a deadline or, you know, finishing um, finishing something to launch, or maybe you need to start getting up at 5 a.m. So you need to give up TV at night so you can go to bed at a decent hour so you can get up really early so that you can work before you have to go to work. Give up something to make room for something else and prioritize, prioritize. So I've got one more last point, and this is often the hardest to accept. Women in particular really suck at asking for help. Me in particular, and probably you too, they are even worse. We are even worse at being selfish about our dreams. But here's the thing: if you aren't selfish about your dreams, you won't get where you want to go. You have to accept that quote unquote me first is a perfectly acceptable mindset because it will give you the permission to pour into yourself before you spend the rest of your day pouring into all the other people around you, and all the other things that you want to accomplish. So that last point I made about going to bed earlier so you can wake up earlier, so you can pour into yourself before you pour into others, that's a really critical piece. I'm going to do an entire episode around morning routine. I was talking to my husband about this last night. That my My morning routine is probably the number one reason why I was able to crawl myself out of a really bad, bad place because I wasn't pouring into myself first. And the thing is, your days are going to run away from you. Everybody's day runs away from you. And then, like by the end of the day, you're too exhausted to pour into yourself because you have nothing left to pour in. So getting up early and pouring into yourself. And I will again, reiterate my morning routine at the end of this uh, episode, because I just don't want to keep repeating myself for those of you who listen every week. Uh, But if you're not pouring into yourself in the morning, you're probably not going to pour into yourself at all. You're not pouring into yourself when you have the most to give, whether you're a morning person or not. And uh, really those first hours in the morning, you may not be your most creative self at that time, but you're the least distracted. You are the least distracted self in first thing in the morning because you haven't picked up your phone yet. Your kids aren't up yet. The dog's not looking for food yet. Life hasn't, you know, like completely left the building yet. So that is your time in the morning. I highly recommend, even if you hate getting up early, like I used to, uh, it's a good practice, guys. Go to bed early, put your phone down, turn off Netflix, go to bed, get up at like five or six or whatever is is reasonable for you to have at least an hour of your time in the morning, just to pour into yourself and to work on whatever you have, so that. When you work on your creative endeavor first thing in the morning, you're giving yourself, you're giving your, your endeavor the most you have to give. You're giving of your endeavor the best of yourself, right? Because then you're going to go to work. And I don't know about you, but when I come home from work and I don't even leave the, I don't even leave the house to work, I, I don't have a commute. I work from home. But at the end of my workday, I am like depleted, like mentally and creatively deplete it. So I always have these grand ideas that I'm going to work on my book proposal. That's what I'm working on right now. And I'm going to do it on the evenings and on the weekends. I do not have time to do it in the evenings. I have time. Sorry, I, I got to correct myself there. I don't have the creative energy, but I do first thing in the morning. So um, that's been a habit I've been working on. It's not easy. It is not easy, but it is worth it. So uh, I highly encourage you to do that yourself. And again, that is not That is not a platitude, guys. That is fact. And I'm going to, when I do my morning routine podcast, I'm going to look for some uh, research evidence that that is the best thing you can do for yourself creatively, spiritually, mentally, physically, everything. So uh, I'm going to wrap up now because I've been chatting for a while. Um, I'm going to wrap up and I'm just going to reiterate those points that I made. So guys, be clear about what you're going after and keep checking in along the way to make sure it feels right and aligned with you. If you feel funky, like I did with my old food company, that's a good time to check in. Why am I not feeling aligned? What's not working here? What do I need to change? Be clear and get honest about your limiting beliefs and make a point of working through them. Get a therapist if you need to, but I will tell you that I I find journaling and EFT to be very effective ways of working through limiting beliefs. So my last episode is entirely devoted to future self journaling, very helpful in helping you design who you want to be rather than wallowing in your current limiting beliefs. But EFT, emotional, ther- emotional freedom technique, is another way of releasing limiting beliefs that are quite literally lodged in your lodged in your your somatic energy so this is the field of energy psychology it's pretty new but it's fascinating and um, until I get uh, some content up around EFT just google it there's a lot of information there there's a lot of research of how it's helping people with PTSD which is the same idea and concept right it's just negative limiting um, destructive thoughts that are caught in the body that are released and you're able to work through them. And man, I worked through so many limiting beliefs. It's been incredible work and very rewarding. So, And it doesn't have to be hard work and it doesn't have to be sad work. I will say that as well, because very often people hear, oh, I gotta work on myself. That just sounds like a slog, not a slog at all. So uh, it does bear repeating though, but if you don't get past those beliefs, you'll continue to hit that mental and emotional brick wall instead of reaching your goals. The last point I'll make is that you, again, need to be very selfish about your dreams. When I first read that, it stuck with me because I'm not very selfish about my dreams. I I don't invest enough in my dreams like monetarily or time or creative energy, as I mentioned, until I really said, okay, this is important enough to me that it becomes before my work. It comes before my family. It comes before my life. I work on myself first. I pour into myself and then whatever's left over, everybody else gets and they end up getting a better quality experience with me. And let me tell you, you are worth doing that for yourself underscore, 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 bold italic. (laughs) So I'm going to leave it right there. Uh, Again, you know, if you guys are burned out from your side hustle that you've been pushing hard with, because you're equally burned out from your day job and desperately want to escape it, I just want you to know that I feel you, friend. I have been there. And the... (laughs) There's only so much time in the day, and you only have so much energy to give, right? So, if you are struggling with this and you want to prioritize your time and energy, I just want to offer: um, I do sessions, personal sessions with my listeners and my readers and my clients. So, personal coaching can help you with some objective perspective uh, on a situation and help you get clear about the best actions to take given you know your limited resources we all have limited resources time energy and money so if that sounds like something that you could benefit i highly uh i highly recommend investing in a coach i could certainly help you with that it's just really difficult to operate on yourself so sometimes that objective voice can help on that note i'm going to head out guys thank you so much for listening i will be back next week with um I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to be back next week. You'll have to wait and see. Thanks so much for your time. I love you guys. You guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of From Burnout to Best Self. I really appreciate you being here. And I would super appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. That really helps me get the podcast out to more people and to help me get better people on the – or not better people, but – fascinating people on the podcast so do me a huge head over to itunes give me a five-star review i would really appreciate it and also i would love to connect with you on instagram i like to see the people who actually listen to this podcast i want to see my community uh, face to face so go over there follow me on instagram at burnout to best self and let me know you're a listener i'd really appreciate it if you want to do a screenshot of the episode that you Uh, are listening to and share it on your stories and tag me, then I will be happy to share back. So um, thanks for connecting guys. I love you. And uh, I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. Take care.